Welcome to the It's One Louder podcast. Your host, PJ Pat, has done absolutely nothing that you would know about, but don't fret. Turn up the volume one louder and enjoy the show. Hello, rock fans out there. This is PJ Pat with my buddy who's not feeling so well, Tony. I think we're just going to leave him chill and uh, he'll holler at me if he needs me. All right, Tony, I'm here for you. Okay, check this out. Look what I picked up recently. Yeah, I can't wait to bring you some of these articles in future episodes, but I thought I'd do a really quick one here regarding Aaron Jones. So I discovered Aaron Jones, I believe it was during COVID times, and I heard his hit single, Take Me Away, from his 2020 album, The Child of State, and it just completely floored me. I think it was exactly what was missing in rock at the time, and he was just this fresh new voice on the scene, um, amazing voice, and the guitar sounded amazing. It sounded just nice and crisp, and it was that one riff. It was basically back to basics rock and roll, you know, whereas one or two simple riffs driving the whole song, and it just made you want to bop your head or get up and break something, you know. And his delivery, his lyrics was so emotional, and it just felt genuine and real, and I got hooked right from the beginning. All right, so it's pretty much page 20 of the Classic Rock Magazine Q&A with Aaron Jones. The guitar hotspot on Hendrix's comparison, the price and perks of fame, and wanting to not just be a great musician, quote-unquote. Words by Polly Glass. Aaron Jones never knew his parents, but he thinks about them a lot. They never saw me play guitar, he tells us, at the Royal Albert Hall, where he'll open for Daughtry later. So I carry them with me as I go out there. Formerly a child of Seattle's foster care system, Jones began playing guitar in bars at 19, and turn heads in 2021 with Billboard chart-topping single, Mercy. Tours with the Rolling Stones and Guns N' Roses ensued, lifting him into rock's new elite. Now 36 and a father of four, Jones is gearing up to release new album, Chronicles of the Kid. A commanding firebomb of heavy riffs, stunning solos, hip-hop, and pop sensibilities, it's a deeper, darker, and more dynamic follow-up from the debut, Child of the State. There's so much more to me, he says. I want to be our generation's guy. We don't have a guitar player. We don't have that one guy that everybody can just get behind. I want to be that guy. Awesome. Thank you, Aaron, for trying to be that guy. Exactly. I think that's what we're missing, a guitar hero that just this generation can cling on to. You know, speaking of COVID earlier, I believe the guitar sales shot up big time during COVID because a lot of these players or a lot of these young Teenage kids were just, you know, with nothing else to do, cooped up in their room. What do you do? You practice guitar, you learn how to play an instrument, and that's exactly what happened during COVID. So I'm hoping, you know, these next couple of years, five to ten years, these amazing guitar heroes are going to start coming into light. And um, hopefully he's the first. Okay, question. You describe Chronicles of the Kid as a journal of self-discovery told through tales of temptations, triumphs, failures, sacrifice, and the price of fame. When was the first time you felt famous? August 2021, Aaron Jones replies. I was at a gas station in some nowhere fucking place, and that was the first time somebody was like, Oh, hey, you're Aaron Jones. Then I was in Paris in a room of people who all know my name, all know my songs. The press is all over the front row. It hit me like a ton of bricks. One day I'm sitting on my couch, a relatively unknown artist, to all of a sudden I'm being one of the bigger artists on the Billboard charts. On the song Other Side, you allude to the darker side of success. 
It was self-contemplation. At the end of the day, when the glitz and glamour go away, you're sitting in your room by yourself. You're staring to the mirror. You have to answer to yourself. No one can teach you how to be famous. No one can teach you how to deal with these things. What's going to happen when girls are throwing themselves at you, when people are throwing drugs on the table? If you could give the pre-2021 Aaron some advice, what would it be? Aaron replies, take your time. Take every day with a grain of salt. And not everybody's your friend. Make sure you surround yourself with good people. Do you have a tight circle around you? He says, I've got good friends. My band is really great. But one of the things I've had to come to grips with is that I'm no longer myself, you know. I don't even belong to me. This thing that I've been cultivating my whole life, it's finally happening. And the thing we don't realize as artists, when you're you're trying to be who you want to be, the ultimate goal is to give yourself to people. I was talking to Lizzie Hale about this, about how you have to say goodbye to the old version of yourself. So who's the guy we see on stage? That's a person I've given to the public more than anything. I'm definitely projecting this ego, this internalized thing that I try to put out wherever I can. I can be cocky and brash and arrogant. I try to make sure that guy stays on the stage. You've toured with a diverse mix, including the Rolling Stones, Public Enemy, BB King, Shine Down, Guns N' Roses. Did you get any advice from any of them? Definitely. I mean, Zach Myers from Shine Down is one of my good friends. I talked to him. I talked to Lizzie. I've talked to Duff McKagan from GMNR. Talked to Sir Mix a lot. We need. We lean on each other. Grown-up stuff aside, what did you spend your first serious paycheck on? Aaron replies, "I moved us into a nice house. That's a grown-up stuff." And I bought Chanel sunglasses. But I'm not a very flashy person. I maybe spend a little too much money at the bar trying to buy people drinks. But I don't just go out and go, hey, uh, a Ferrari. Besides music, what jobs have you had to pay the bills? I was working security. I worked at Applebee's, a restaurant chain in America. I did loss prevention, which is basically catching people stealing and hold foods. I haven't worked a day job for 13 years or something. I decided I'm going to live or die by this. What do people get wrong about you? I think that because I talk about my kids and my wife so much, people have a much more wholesome image of me. I definitely have wholesome characteristics, but I'm an abandoned child of a gangster pimp, and my mom was a crackhead. I still have issues that I'm dealing with. So behind this facade of being this like articulate, well-to-do dad, there's still a lot of things that I struggle with, just like anybody else. I'm not the perfect individual. You're routinely mentioned in the same breath as Hendrix. Does it ever feel like a lazy comparison, i.e. another black guy, fierce rock player from Seattle? At times, it definitely feels that way. People need something to compare things to, but he's the closest comparison they have to what I'm doing. He also happens to be the greatest guitar player of all time, so I welcome the comparison. But I think there are complexities to my playing that are different from what he did. Obviously, no one's going to complain about being compared to Hendrix, but when there's an element of casual racism, dot, 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 adopts a shrill, starstruck voice. Oh, yeah, you're Gary Clark Jr., aren't you? He laughs. You've also talked about expanding into ventures like acting, restaurants, dot, dot, dot. I want to fulfill this figure role, not just be a great musician, but take that artistry into the visual space. Be an actor, show up on television, show up in people's lives. And that's the end of the article. It says here, Chronicles of the Kid is out on June 23 via Big Machine. Cool. Prequel folder of him here.
That's a nice quote. I can be cocky and brash and arrogant, but I try to make sure that guy stays on stage. Yeah, that's... I really do hope he stays true to that. As you know, fame definitely can change people, but he seems to have his head together. So, yeah, Iron Jones, rock on, brother. Rock on. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed this little article. Aaron Jones, go check him out. He just released a second album on June 23rd, as we just read. Go check it out. The first couple of singles I heard are amazing. And like I said, check out his tone and his guitar playing. It'll blow you away. All right, hope you enjoyed that. Go check it out. You know, this channel is all about supporting the rock community and supporting each other because that's all we've got. You know, right now, rock just seems to be out of place right now. I've been hanging out in malls for various reasons over the last two days, going in and out of shops, at least 25 to 30 stores, I kid you not. And there's not one store that played a song remotely close to rock and roll. It was all about hip-hop, rap, pop, R&B. I got nothing against those type of music, but come on. Literally, out of 25 to 30 stores, not one played a guitar note, a guitar chord, a guitar note, nothing. Like I said earlier, with COVID and tons of people practicing guitar, I'm hoping for the next five to ten years, there's going to be a couple of guitar heroes that come out of that generation, that come out of from their bedrooms or being a star on YouTube to just coming out and kicking ass with a really cool band that really changes the dynamics on things and just makes people realize that that rock and roll is here to stay and rock and roll has never died. All right, rock fans, keep on supporting each other. We'll see you on the next video. Thank you so much for making it to the end. I really appreciate your loyalty. Connect with me on Facebook. We have an It's Run Louder podcast page there. And hopefully we can exchange messages there. Rock on, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you.